Hey guys, this is Serendipity Podcast. I am your host, your goddess, Sherelle, aka Relly. I know it's been a while and I always want to thank you guys for listening so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, for those of you who are just now tuning in, this is Serendipity Podcast. You can always check out the other episodes. It talks about everything in the book. Today is season four, episode six, and I titled this episode, Another Part of Me. I have a very special guest with me, hey. <laughs> and I've never, um, I've never shared uh, this part of my life. So this is my fiance that we're speaking to today. Hey, what's going on? Thanks, this, babe. Thanks for having me. <laughs> thank you for being here. This is Lamel, guys. This is Lamel. So I wanted to bring him on today because. There are a lot of people out there who always wonder what maybe their other spouse is thinking or how their journey came about. So it's just another part of them, which that's the point of the title, another part of me, meaning like, yes, he's a part of me, but then there's also parts of him that led him to where he is today. So I think my first question is just very simple. Like, what's your vibe right now? Like, what's... Well, you know... My vibe is pretty chill right now. It's um, open to new conversation, new discussions, mm-hmm. old discussions. How's life? Life is okay, you know. Of course, life, you know, it has its challenges, but I feel like um, strong enough to get through it. Amen. All the time. Yeah. I usually enjoy always being around you because... Um, it's like always a growing process for both of us, us being together and we're about to get married and stuff like that. So I did have another question, which would be, how do you find another part of you? Like, I'm not talking about like the love aspect. I mean, Uh like life in general, like the different things that you learn in life. Like, how do you find a part of you, another part of you? Like a new part of me? Yeah. Like discovery wise. Like, how do you do that? Um, generally through art. Like, mm-hmm. um, if it's like a hidden message in something that I could relate to, I will find a piece of me through that. Mm-hmm. Or even sometimes in like biblical history or just history in general, I will find like a part of me there. But you know, I'm like a music guy, babe. Like, mm-hmm. I find new uh, elements to tap into to like, I guess more vocalize how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And um, I would sometimes discover something in myself through writing a song. How often do you use, how does that connect to you anyway, like the art world? Like what connection does that make you feel like that is a part of you? Well, the art world is like a a world of expression, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like things that you can like almost fantasize, exaggerate, but also keep like some type of, foundational truth of where you're coming from with it so it's um you know a different um element of expression where you can find yourself or express yourself in more depth right. than just common conversation where you be like how are you feeling i'm sad that's this it's very bland but when mm-hmm. you get artistically like expressive about it you, you know you can say i'm feeling like raindrops coming down on a stormy day or you know it's more expressive 
I think that's why a lot of people, including myself in a different aspect, I'm connected to poetry. So many people are connected to the art world in a different way. So for him, it's music. Um, what are things that you've learned about yourself on your journey? Um, <clears throat> let's see. Things I've learned as pertaining to like just life in general. Just like life in general. Um, I know the elements and stages of growth for each age. I've found myself to be more tapped into my emotions. Mm -hmm. My emotional intelligence is like severely heightened. I mean, you know as well as I do, like I'm a father of two children. Mm -hmm. And um, those emotions arise when I look at them or if I see other children in general, I just, um, it's like I, I just see a world that they're walking into, so like my emotions may heighten. Um, I don't know, like in a nutshell, from my journey, um, I've just noticed that I'm more conscious of what's going on and how it affects me. I think the funny thing now that I'm actually the age that I am now, back in the day, it's more so like, you know, you didn't really see men that much expressing themselves or if they do express themselves, it's more looked at like anger that, you know, they shouldn't speak. It's more so women always leading um, the emotional aspect of a relationship. So for for the things that I've watched on documentaries or whatever the case might be, it's more so this world today, this day and age, we need to make sure black men in general, men in general, know how to tap into their like their inner self I guess you want to call it so that way they are at peace with themselves and stuff like that so do you have any suggestions for people who need to tap into whether it is musically tap into what they you know may make them feel better well I mean <clears throat> honestly I think you can't have a solid relationship without knowing how to love someone right mm -hmm. so for women to I guess what you're saying statistically that they lead emotional wise mm -hmm. in a relationship I don't think that works in a household if the man is like a robot like yeah. just still because you know a woman needs to be held she needs to be heard listened to you know compromised with mm -hmm. so all those are like manly emotions to help keep the structure of a household because if my father never tells me that I, that he loves me I'm going to think that he doesn't love me, mm. you know, so I think um, there's nothing wrong with emotion, but there's like a keen difference between just being emotional and then having emotional intelligence, like wanting to cut it off, um, not being so emotional, mm -hmm. and then at the same time, knowing when to turn it on when someone needs you to be there. Yeah, instead of like, oh, I don't got no feelings. I think that's what a lot of <laughs> women struggle with, too, when the guy's just like, oh, it's all right. And sometimes, you know, we don't want to hear that. So I think one of the things I respect about you the most is that we always have deep conversations about everything, no matter the stress level or anything like that. We always have that respect enough to know that those conversations are important. And at the end of the day, we both tap into our emotions separately and together, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I agree that everyone has their own separate emotions and they arise at different times. Mm -hmm. And, the you know, the challenge may be 
the compromising part of the emotions, you know. Yeah. But you have to have emotional intelligence in order to kind of balance it out, like what's appropriate for the situation. Mm. And then, um, I love him, y'all. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, so I was. Uh, I usually always make sure I use Google to my fullest, fullest, fullest extent. So a synonym for tapping into, right? Quote unquote. That's what we usually say: tapping to your inner self. Uh, synonyms used for that is digesting, understanding, and seeing into. So I thought that was pretty cool um, for both for people who need to know what tapping to tapping into means. Excuse me. So you said tapping into your inner self. You use art and sometimes music and stuff well, like that. Yeah, I mean, music is just like that's not like the the only thing I would use, but it's a good. Uh, mechanism because it's it's therapy mm -hmm. so therapy in general whether you're using like yoga stretching going to you know exercise for me it happens just to be um musical therapy that works for me or some type of artistic expression if i'm like you know um writing yeah is an art form drawing is an art form just you know like you, babe, you like to color in your coloring book sometimes. <laughs> I do, guys. I color a lot. <laughs> so kind of, yeah, so it kind of passes the time where you could focus on something, you know, other than what the chaos is in the world that's, yeah. that's driving you insane. So, and, um, I mean, writing and music is like just a form of expression. So it could be replayed and you could see where you was at at that time. Mm -hmm. It's it's a good feeling to like, you know. Oh, I have a question. So... When we're in here, because guys, we're, it's like a whole little uh, producer slash, slash, I should say, energy going on, I guess, because I usually just help out with, um, I guess, asking if something sounds okay yeah, or just, you definitely yeah. Help me with the beats, like sometimes, because if I'm, if I go through a loop, you'd be like, bring that back. <laughs> but I think um, I was trying to say, when you do play something back to yourself, what is it that you think in that moment of re of, of replaying? Yeah, what I think of in that moment, either I'm probably you know critiquing myself a lot, of course, but I just think about how I was feeling and like I guess the cadence of where I was mm -hmm. because like it's like uh, you like following your heartbeat when you're making the music. You know, you get excited, you get emotional about it, so you let it out. And then you listen back to it, you kind of hear the cadence of where you was. And if it's verbal or it's instrumental, if it's verbal, you listen to what you were saying. Mm -hmm. If it's instrumental, you listen to how you was feeling. I feel like when I listen to music now, it's but so many artists I can relate to in that cadence. Mm -hmm. Whether Even if I don't know like what they're going through, their cadence matches my my vibe of the day or how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. So do you feel like our generation now has the music that matches their cadence along with the, you know, the shootings and the uh, constant pandemics and all this other stuff? Do you feel like it matches them? Um, yeah, no. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, when I, I don't listen to new artists that much because it sounds so saturated mm -hmm. where it's like commercial, so this guy's doing the same thing as the next guy kind of deal and they think um to get accepted you have to sound like this where it's not so urban um neo soul vibe where it's like poetic 
mm-hmm. expression. Anyway. Yeah, and you that's know, what I miss too. Like the old underground sounds that we we grew up with, like you know, me and you born eighty nine. Mm-hmm. So the type of music that was around, you know, the eighties and nineties, was more like a, a poetry jam club type of thing, or it's just catered to underground. So they're talking about social economical issues mm-hmm. and police brutality and. If anything, <clears throat> I'm surprised that it's not a new NWA out right mm, now. With that's all the a good point, right there. going on right now mm-hmm. and racial profiling. Like it should be a whole brand new group today, but we're not seeing that. Yeah. Or hearing that. I think I don't. I. It, when it comes to like tapping into myself, I feel like music is important for everyone. I feel like music has saved my life personally, especially listening to Alicia Keys. That's why I admire her so much, besides the fact that we're the same sign. But I think people who do music, whether it is them famous or not, they don't know how much they're saving other people and how much they're saving themselves. Um, I agree. Music does like kind of save you. Cause, um, I mean, shoot, when I was in high school, um, I discovered Lupe Fiasco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The album The Cool, mm-hmm. that really like saved me through like peer pressure. Mm. Because he was just, like chasing the cool isn't really cool. <laughs> that is true. I get that. So, I mean, that is very true. It's, it's, it's certain like content creators like that that like um, really could change someone's life. They give you a little bit of stories of mm-hmm. situational things and you kind of like apply it to your life. You know, you can see the similarities. By listening in. Yeah. I would I would love to always tell all my listeners to always make sure that you guys are tapping into what you need to tap into. Yeah, that's very important. Yeah. There's a lot of content out there that you shouldn't tap into. Mm-hmm. Not all content is good content. Yes. Not all good content is good. Uh, not all good content is good content. That's what you just said. Not all content is good, good content. content. Yes. And that goes for the children, too. So... Um, some of the music that you're listening to may not be for your child. So you just want to make sure that you're sending the right vibe as far as tapping into who they are as well as yourself. So an interesting question, like a segue leading to that would be something you would tell your younger self. So you know that old saying growing up that we used to hear, if I would have known then what I know now. So start off like that. Hmm. That's an interesting thing. I mean, of course you feel like if I knew what I knew now back then, Mm Mm-hmm. I'll be like this, that, and the third. Rich. I'll be <laughs> on it. I'll be, you know, everything will be fine and dandy with candy, right? Um, if I could, like, see my younger self and I could, like, talk to him and just reassure him that he was um, okay in his decision-making, but just I would give him advice to just work on his response to negativity. Hmm. You know, um, I mean, just for me personally, like, I, I didn't deal with it well. You know, I like to probably lash out, say something back, mm-hmm. or I just didn't handle it. It, it. it destroyed my insides of how I felt about things. But the way I would respond to things, I would like to change for my younger self. Mm-hmm. And I probably would have made maybe better decisions going forward. And I wouldn't be so scared to to do things because of the negative feedback that I was getting back mm-hmm. then. You know? I was telling my um I was telling my baby here the other day, 
guys, I was watching a, uh, I was watching B. Simone's podcast with her best friend. I keep forgetting her best friend's name, but they are equal. I love both of them and I admire their podcast so much. They had uh, Tabitha Brown, I believe her name is. And she was saying on there that people have a habit of, you know, judging people in the wrong season. They don't know what season that you were in. So they can criticize you, tell you all the things that you did wrong, tell you, you know, how messed up you were to them in that time in their life. But everybody has a season. So I think that for us, like looking back at ourselves to remember, like, don't be so hard on yourselves. You know, if you have went through something and it's surpassed and nobody can't love you past that pain and they're not for you, whether it's family, friends, or whatever the case may be. So I... I can relate to that with the whole season thing because mm-hmm. people are in your lives. So, I mean, another thing, if I could go back to my youngest self, I would probably, like, um, tell my youngest self to analyze the seasonal people around me, mm. you know? But, I mean, that's kind of like the Holy Spirit talking to you to know who's right and who's wrong for you in your circle. Mm-hmm. But I guess I just wouldn't get so attached to people mm. if I knew that there's seasons. Mm, that's that's well said. Do you feel like if you were... Now, we're 33 now, right? 32, right? Yeah, <laughs> I almost forgot yeah. how old I am. Um, the day after, right? Yes, day, day after. after. My baby's birthday is before mine, so that's why I call him my day before. He calls me his day after. But I was about to say, as far as tapping into... Now, in our 20s, we're relatively, we kind of know a little bit, but we just refuse to. So do you think if a lot of people was to pay more attention, tapping into themselves, then they wouldn't be in so much trouble with their energy or people or just not? I think the more that you tap into yourself, the more that you know what's relatable to you. So then you will kind of justify what's good for you and what's bad for you including people you know and content information you know because it's so much today is so much information to where it can distract you from what you really need to be doing yeah that's true that's very true that's why you have to follow even if it's something small something real small whether it's going to school whether it's doing your own little workshop or whatever it is or learning something new just do it like for the sake of you because that's also tapping into uh, tapping into you. I was watching something today. I forgot her name. Um, she was saying that uh, she went on some trip and she was feeling like lost or something. So she just went on a trip just to clear her head. Yeah. And she said that she was just following the grace. So she said, I didn't have a plan, but I was just going day by day. So she promised herself that she wasn't going to write anything down because that's how she was. She was a planner. So she said that she was following the grace and it so happened she fell into what she needed to do. So that also means tapping into yourself so i have one more question guys and because you guys know i don't like to keep you guys for a long time i already know all of our attention span is super super short so i have this last question so what kind of person are you and uh tell me the man that you are well first of all i'd like to say you're a great host right thank you (laughs) okay so this is um this going pretty well but um, the type of individual I am is just a very humble human being, you know. Mm-hmm. I am humane. I do have flaws. Mm-hmm. I have strengths. I have weaknesses. I am a creator. 
And I believe as an individual that I can create the world that I want to live in. But it, um, you know, of course, it takes time to create. Um, I'm a student of life. I, um, I'm a, you know, I'm a black man, you know, mm-hmm. I'm young and everything like that. I'm a Handsome. I'm a father, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm, I'm a, in a nutshell, I'm still a child of God. Mm. Mm. Who needs it with y'all? This is why I be disappearing on that ass because I like being in my little peaceful bubble with my baby and us facing life together and just keeping certain people in my circle. First of all, I just want to thank you. Well, thank you for having me. This is the first time we tried this. I know. I actually really love it. I really do. I need to do this. (laughs) Um, It kind of helps, you know? It does. I think... Oh, uh, I don't want to say, but I kind of have like a teeny tiny small surprise for you guys. And I'm talking about as far as like couples. Uh, now, of course, ethnicity does not matter because I love every culture out there. But it's just more dynamic of when things don't go well, um, what you should do pertaining to, you know, black men or just pertaining to just being a man in general. So I'm going to have my husband here help me interview a guest that. I'm pretty sure you'll be surprised of who it is because usually we don't really talk about like religion necessarily, but I feel like in today's day and age, there are a lot more opinionated people. So I'm just working on something like that. So I think I'm very super excited, um, especially working on it with my husband now. So I just want to say thank you. Give you guys all the credit in the world for being so awesome and always clicking on my podcast. Serendipity means accidentally on purpose. So if you clicked on this, I appreciate you so much. And if you're driving with my loud voice in your car, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So I will see you guys next time. Yeah, yeah, baby. You guys stay tuned for more. Yes. And make sure you keep listening. Love you guys.